welcome back. Hope you all had a fabulous weekend and yeah, not much else to say there. Let's just get cracking. So in today's episode, I'm going to be speaking about the things that I changed in my content. So I started speaking to the kind of person I I really wanted to work with, to a higher caliber client. And when I say higher caliber client, I sound like an elitist asshole, don't I? What I really mean by that is talking to someone who is exactly my dream client, the person who I love to work with. So a person that is, and I, I, by the way, dear listener, I want you to, when this episode finishes, write down and think of your favorite client you've ever worked with, the qualities they had, how they showed up to calls, how they showed up between calls, the action they took, the questions they asked, get so specific on that person and only write content to that person. Don't write content to anybody else because that is something straight away that I ended up making a shift to. And I'm going to touch on that in a sec. Essentially what I did was exactly that exercise. I was like, okay, I had had a few experiences with people that I'd found were a little bit draining or weren't taking action. And not many experiences, I will add. Most of my clients have been fucking incredible and I love them to bits. But I was finding that I was attracting this certain type of person, you know, someone that was extremely anxious about investing in their business, someone that was maybe not taking enough action, had unrealistic expectations of what it actually takes to run a business, someone that stays in blame and excuse mode rather than taking responsibility and taking action. And when I looked at my content, I realized that I had been speaking quite a lot to the person that I didn't actually want to bring in because I was almost trying to convince them that, hey, like it is worth investing in your business. Hey, you can do this. And really speaking to their pain points and almost speaking to the broken. (laughs) I put this in quotation marks, speaking to the broken people. They're obviously not broken, but speaking to people that were that were more difficult simple, plain and simple, just more difficult. The people that I didn't enjoy working with as much. And I know that you guys listening would have experienced the same thing, whether people admit it out loud or not in public on a podcast, like I am, we've all had experiences with people that were like, that was hard work. That was not enjoyable. And then on the flip side of that, we've all had experiences with people where like, oh my God, if every client was like this person, business would be fucking incredible all day, every day, because they take action, they implement, They take responsibility, all of the good stuff. And so whenever I started to create content, I imagined me talking to that person. And sometimes what we do is when we start our businesses, we speak to very early onset business owners or whatever, whatever niche you're in, right? People that don't know as much because we're fairly new. So we start to talk to the very beginner level of whoever our client is. And what can happen is we often can, as we grow and as we grow our business, we might want to start speaking to someone who's a little bit further on, who knows a little bit more, or maybe we want to speak to all of those different levels, if that's what you want to do, which by the way, you totally can. 
And sometimes we subconsciously start slipping back from talking to the person we want to speak to, to then speaking to the person that we probably don't want to speak to. So what I mean by this is like overcoming tons of objections in your content. I'm not opposed to objection handling in your content, by the way, but if you look at your feed and you're like, right, a lot of it is about their pain points. A lot of it is about their objections. A lot of the time I'm speaking to the person that I don't really want to work with. So it's also quite common, maybe if you're on a sales call with someone and they do give you tons of objections to be like, I'm going to make content around that. I would urge you, depending on what that objection is, especially if it's like a money one or a time one, to not to not create content around that, trying to overcome that objection because you're going to attract people. It's going to speak to people who keep coming up with time and money excuses, if they are excuses. Sometimes they're valid, of course. What I would say, if you want to create objection handling content, is to speak to the aspirational person, the person who you want to work with, but also the person that your audience wants to resonate with and wants to see themselves in. So, for example, some examples of content that I've done in the past is I have done the whole um, attract and repel marketing. I do it a lot, to be fair. But what I've done is I've said, look, I'm not a miracle worker. If you're looking for, and actually I'm just going to get the post up right now because it'll help me actually explain this. If you're looking for a miracle, I'm going to put this bluntly. I don't want to work with you because I had actually experienced people who had very unrealistic expectations and wanted to put in the bare minimum and get out a lot from it. And I was like, that's really not how business works. And it was a narrative definitely pushed by the online space as well. Like business gets to be easy, it gets to be whatever. And I'm like, actually, it can be really hard and it can be really easy and it can be really fun, but it also can be really hard. So I've just said, look, I don't want to work with you. If you're looking for a secret strategy, I don't want to work with you. If you're looking for this, I don't want to work with you. Like I'm literally speaking to the person that I don't want to work with and actually telling them, hey, I don't want to work with you. But then on the flip side, I say, however, If you value working on your mindset as much as you value the strategy and the logical side of business, I do want to work with you. If you understand that a successful business doesn't happen overnight and that it'll require dedication, tenacity, and most of all time and patience, I want to work with you. And if if uh, if you're able to train yourself to sit in the uncertainty of running a business and not always let your emotions get the better of you, I want to work with you. So I'm actually saying like, hey, if you're tenacious and if you're the kind of person that I want to work with, like, let's do it. And it gives them the opportunity to qualify or disqualify themselves just from that post alone. But also I started to create content that was more aspirational in general. I started speaking to people that had been making a couple of grand a month, maybe two, three, four grand a month onwards, and they wanted to increase that rather than speaking to people who had never landed a client before. And I made sure that whenever I created a post, I would think to myself, okay, who is this speaking to the person I want to work with? Or is this a little bit of a mm, problem awareness piece of content to someone who I don't really want to work with? And if it was the latter, I would make sure to go back, tweak it, fix it. So really creating more empowering type content and talking about identity shifting, talking about um, ways to increase your sales tenfold by even more, like this is what's possible for you, all of that stuff, right? So that was what I made sure that I did. I focused on the aspirational group and not the group that 
were not quite what I was looking for, you know? So some takeaways from this. Every time, well, go away first and write down exactly who your ideal client is. Get really specific. What questions do they ask? How do they show up to calls? What's their personality like? What's their humor like? What do they, uh, how do, you know, do, how do they implement? What kind of qualities do they have? How do they show up in their business? And then I want you to write posts only targeted at that person. And if you start slipping and you start thinking, oh, that post was actually almost targeted at someone that is three steps behind the ideal client that I want, then that means you need to go back to that post and you need to tweak it. You need to change it and then only speak to the person that you want to work with. Stop creating content based on crap experiences you've had in a way of selling it. So if you, got, if you have a sales call, tons of objections, try and not create social media about that experience and how to handle those objections. Because again, you're just going to keep talking to the same person, more aspirational, more empowering. I'm not saying you can't talk about pain points. Absolutely do. They're an important part of marketing, but make sure you're only speaking to the pain points of the ideal client that you're wanting to work with. And get really clear on how, and tell tell your audience this. I always I do this quite often in my content. Tell your tell your ideal clients how you want them to show up before they even start working with you. This is the kinds of questions that my favorite clients ask. This is what they said in Foxy the other day. I love that she did this. That's exactly what you need to be focusing on. Okay, guys, I've actually stuck to the ten minute time limit. Go me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. If you are interested in one-on-one coaching with me or an intensive with me, as always, the link is in the show notes below. By the way, if you haven't checked out my new little website, my sexy little website, go have a look at that. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.